Welcome back to the BNB Podcast. My name is Jaden Boyce. Alongside me is Coach Bailey. Today we're going to dive into a little NFL, a little NBA, maybe a little argument going on today, and then a little awards as usual. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. This is I said this last week. This is my favorite time of year. We have all major sports in action right now. NFL, college football, the NBA kicked off last night. World Series is set. College basketball guys are practicing. I mean, it's all primetime stuff right now. This, this is the best. We haven't talked about it, but NHL is going on right now. NHL, yeah. That's one of those sports. That I love it live. I don't watch it on TV till the playoffs. Exactly. I don't really like keep up with it as much. Maybe we maybe we will start to keep it up for our NHL fans in here. You know, we could get our buddy Rhett. Schweitzer, Schweitzer. he's a hockey guy. Brennan Sanders. Brennan Sanders. Yeah, we got some hockey guys around here. We can, we can pick their brains because I don't know much about hockey. You know, it's the same season as basketball, so I was always busy playing basketball and coaching basketball. So, but I enjoy hockey. You know, Um, I don't know. Must be a Wild fan because that's the closest team to us, and Wisconsin doesn't have a team, which shocking. I I think if Wisconsin had a team, more like. More of us would watch hockey because I definitely would be a fan of Wisconsin at a. Yeah, team. why not? Why why wouldn't Madison right? Try it out. Let's go. Because Madison doesn't have a professional sport. Because like where else would? I mean, that's a, probably yeah. the thing is like where would they have the hockey team? Madison would be the only place. Yeah, really. I mean, you could try Milwaukee, but I don't know. Anyways, yeah, a lot of major sports going right now. My favorite time of year, just because of that. Plus, basketball kicked off last night in the NBA. College kids are on the court. And then my season starts. I got a little countdown in my room. 18 days. 18 days. 18 days. So, yeah, this, this is awesome, man. I'm doing well. Despite <laughs> this little cold I got going on, can't shake it. It's been a few days. Um, but So if you hear me sniffling, any listeners today, that's why I'm sniffling. I got a bad cold. Well, for the NFL, I just want to touch up on the NFL for a second right before we, like, deep dive into it. But this season, I've, like, watched a lot of NFL seasons. This is like one of the more bland ones. I'm not gonna lie. Who's good? And that, who who can you trust? We're over here hyping up the Niners till we can't anymore. They lose one against yeah. the Vikings, who we said we're out, and now maybe are the Vikings back into it. There is no number one team, and there's not a number one player really either. No, you know, I I said the Lions were the team to beat, and then they go out and just get absolutely pummeled by Baltimore. The Vikings get healthy. Why not them win the division? Because the Packers sure don't look like a division winner. I don't think the Vikings are going to. That's the thing. I, I just don't believe in Minnesota. Like, that's a good win. Don't get me wrong. That's, that might be the best one I've seen the Vikings have in at least two years. But I just don't trust them, really. Yeah. I mean, Kirk Cousins improved to 3-10 and 10 in primetime <laughs> games. So... I, yeah, I don't know, man. The, the NFL this year, like you said, it's kind of bland, kind of boring. You just don't know. It's hard to predict who's going to win because it's a team that plays well one week, terrible the next week. Players, we call them the chosen one. Well, now he's been tripping and falling ever since. I said Josh Allen after three weeks looked like an MVP. That guy can't <laughs> get a win. I, I don't know. I think the Boys Bailey podcast is there's a curse going on. Every single person we like start hyping up, they just fall off. People are comparing it to the Madden curse. <laughs> like you don't want Bailey and Boyce to predict you to win, and you certainly don't want them to call you an MVP because you're about to fall if you do. You are my MVP favorite at the start of the year, though. Trevor Lawrence getting back on track a little bit. The Jaguars right now, if we're looking at, they're like one of the better teams which is weird to say right now they're one of the best teams that's five and two right now yeah three or four weeks ago i called you out on it i said well your boy trevor lawrence isn't looking like the mvp and the jags were struggling now they look like one of the top teams but are they like we don't know it's it's anybody's season i i don't even know i mean there's a couple of teams that you just know like the Broncos, granted, they just beat Green Bay. I, Green Bay is not going to be good this year. One of the worst teams in the NFL. One of the worst teams. The Raiders, terrible. There's some re- really bad teams. But Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Dolphins, Chargers, Cowboys, Eagles, anyone, Niners, any Baltimore now, like Baltimore. any one of those teams could win a Super Bowl mm-hmm. if things continue to go the way the way they do. I do still think the Niners are going to be okay. I think the the injuries kind of got them a little bit, but 
I do too. We'll touch on about that a little in a little bit. If you think I'm gonna go past this, I'm not going to. I told you Baker Mayfield was a fraud. I don't believe in him. He's not playing fraud. that great right now, Bailey. Can you can you tell me he is? 27 for 42, one touchdown, one interception. That's not good. That's mediocre. Yeah, he's mediocre. He's. Baker, I don't think he'll win you a playoff game. I'll tell you that much. Well, I started the the podcast way back when this whole thing got going, and I was saying that if he wins a playoff game in Tampa, I'm gonna quit watching football. And then I got on the bandway. I was like, hey, this guy's not bad. He's he's probably gonna get a couple wins under his belt down there in Tampa. I don't know. Baker Mayfield, he's inconsistent. Very. Very inconsistent. And that's not a recipe for success. So you're probably right. He's certainly not going to win a playoff game with them this year. But we'll see. Like I said, if there's ever a year that a guy like Baker Mayfield gets hot and runs the table in the playoffs, this would be the year because nobody's dominant right now. The teams that were dominant aren't anymore. San Fran, Philly's probably got to be the leader right now. But they just had a hiccup against the New York Jets last week, though. They didn't. They oh the when the they, Eagles. Yeah, but then they bounced back and beat a really good Miami team. Yeah, and a lot of people blame the refs on that, which refs can't decide every single game. You know, I think Philly, if you're looking at it, you're probably, yeah, you're probably right. They'd have to. Yeah. I, I think they have arguably the most talented roster, especially on the offensive side. Most of complete, ball. for sure. I mean, we're talking Jalen Hurts, top-tier quarterback in the league right now. DeAndre Swift, unbelievable running back right now. Brown, top receiver. A.J. Brown is a top-tier receiver right now. Devonta Smith, top receiver. They got some dogs, man. I think Philly's poised... To, to be one of the teams definitely fighting it out to get to the Super Bowl this year. they Them, the Dolphins, and the Niners are kind of my three. They've each had a game where they didn't look good, but they're still my top three right now. And you got the man up front, Jason Kelsey, podcast legend. We're trying to be like that up there. But now that we're saying all this, the Eagles might are going to lose next week now. Since we're I know. That's what Jalen Hurts is probably <laughs> extremely upset right now listening at home saying, no, they didn't just say that. Because it, it has been a curse. And then our guy, uh, Tyrod Taylor. You called it, my guy. Tyrod you Taylor. Best backup in the National Football League? I think he is. I kind of like Tyrod Taylor on this Giants. Now, in the second half, they didn't. Brian Dable doesn't really trust him that much. He doesn't let him sling it a ton. When he does, though, I don't think he's terrible. I like him. Well, Tyrod Taylor, you know, as a back. Got a ton of experience. Mm-hmm. You know, he started in Buffalo for a while, and he led them to the first playoffs they've been to in I think twenty years. Yeah, so Tyrod Taylor, that experience, it just goes to show you how much experience matters, especially at the quarterback position. You know, you you have your phenoms that come out once in a blue moon, like Brock Purdy, who didn't have experience and just happened to be great. But a lot of these other guys, they just need some experience, and then they become great. Tyrod Taylor's like guy. I was saying he could go to the Jets, and I think the Jets. Would maybe be better with him than Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's not playing terrible now, but I'm yeah, who knows what the Jets were they on by this week? Yeah, they were on by. Yeah, we'll see what they do this next week. But I think Baltimore and Detroit was a very that's a game. I, I like having an NFL red zone up. We went to that game a little bit. Baltimore looks fantastic. That defense looks good. That offense, Lamar Jackson put himself back into the and maybe leading the MVP conversation Lamar Jackson was a I'm not saying it yet but he played good Lamar Jackson did look good you know won all that money now he's playing like that kind of money that you know I think the Ravens are a definite contender after I mean they just pounded on the Lions a good Lions team a very good Lions Uh, team we cursed the Lions by telling them they were the team to beat so now Baltimore will come out and get punched in the face, but no, you're right. Ravens looked good, and Lamar Jackson was, he looked like a couple of years ago when he was the guy. You tell me this. How does Josh Allen lose a gun show to Mac Jones? Um, How does that happen? (laughs) I don't even know. Mac Jones. 
Like, I'm just like, I can't with how this weekend went. It was a very ugly weekend for a lot of teams. Our beloved Packers, for sure. And I, I don't even want to touch up on that. Like, Seattle barely beating the Cardinals and Josh Dobbs. Really, it didn't even look like the Chargers did anything against the Chiefs, really. I mean, it's, the score's closer than it seemed. And the Rams losing to the Steelers? The teams oh, that we've been dogging hey. we earlier this year, we were talking about the Steelers. Oh, I don't even care. They're not real good. I only care about what, blah, blah, blah. They're 4-2. and two. They're sitting pretty good. They are sitting pretty good. But go back to the Bills. Are the Bills in trouble? I mean, I, you're I, losing some games you shouldn't be losing. And you have a team like – you have the roster you have. That, what's going on up there in Buffalo, man? I said this about the Dallas Cowboys. I said, can you expect the Bills to be good for four straight games in the playoffs that are primetime games? I don't think so. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't have – quote me on this. I don't think the Bills will win the Super Bowl. I don't know if they'll get to the Super Bowl. I don't know if I can get them to play four good games in the playoffs. Well, what's going to happen is they're, they're either going to – Bounce back this year and pull it together and things will go on. Or they continue to struggle, Diggs is out of there, and they're either rebuilding around Allen or Josh Allen gets shopped off and goes to, you know, somewhere like the Jets or somewhere with a bunch of young talent. But Buffalo has got to change course here because you can't be so close forever. Mm-hmm. But also, Travis Kelsey, you know, Taylor Swift fans, if you're listening to this, Travis Kelsey plays 10 times better with Taylor Swift in attendance. The stats don't lie. I'll pull up the stats if you want, but Travis Kelsey has been on fire recently. Travis 12 Kelsey. catches, 179 yards, and a touchdown for a tight end. Ooh. You're right, man. If you're a Chiefs fan, you probably say a little prayer every night before you go to bed that Taylor Swift does not break <laughs> his heart. And if she does, it's probably in March after the Super Bowl and everything's done. But... Yeah, Travis Kelsey. The Chiefs looked like the Chiefs of old. I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes was. I'm not giving it to him. So spoiler spoiler alert. Mahomes was a bad man. He though. was. He played like the Mahomes of old, and obviously Kelsey doing what he did. So Chiefs are looking like a contender. I mean, they're six and one. I because they've yeah. had so many close games. I feel like the Chiefs are four and two or three and three. It's weird saying it, but they're kind of underrated. Yeah. So. Going back to how we started the football segment here today, it's just a weird year in the NFL. There's so many teams at 500 or below. The teams that were great are starting to show a little weakness. So who knows what's coming ahead. Week 8 here now in the, in the NFL. Let me tell you this, Bailey. If we're looking at all these ugly teams that we don't know how they're going to perform, a guy I know that will perform good every playoff game is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's a guy I can guarantee you will come to play football. And you got... The Walrus on the sideline, Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. He's a great coach. Got great talent. The Chiefs are going to be relevant. They're going to be right there. Also, we had the – we touched up on the Eagles and Dolphins a little bit. Good, very good win for Philadelphia. Miami, they're good one week. They're okay another week. Miami, you don't know about. I still believe in them a lot because there's too much talent on that team to not be good. Yeah, Dolphins will be fine. They and played a great they played a really good Eagles team. They did. And the Eagles are just an all around great team. Good I mean, offensive line. Good defensive line. I don't know if it would be crazy talk to say that might be a rematch Super Bowl. Hey, that's not crazy talk. I just I'm, I know the Niners lost to the Vikings. And hey, good win for the Vikings. I have a feeling that the Niners are gonna find their ways in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they got to get healthy again. No Debo and no Trent Williams obviously is affecting them right now. They're but how about McCaffrey? Dude gets injured, bounces back, two tutties. <laughs> this guy, yeah. the, that MVP I was claiming he was, he's he's still up there for me at the top. They play so much different without McCaffrey on that team. And, yeah. I don't know. And then just overall, I just want to give an apology to the Minnesota Viking fans. I said their season was <laughs> over, period. <laughs> You did. Huddle hot, huddle hot, hot take. I'm doubling on that. I still think their season's over. I just don't believe in this Minnesota Vikings team. So that was a great one, I'm not lying. But I still will not believe in these Minnesota Vikings. So I'm going to counter your huddle hot, hot take. My huddle hot, hot take. 
the Minnesota Vikings come screaming back from the bottom Ooh. to win the NFC North. What? Yep, I think the Lions are going to implode. They're going to they're going to have some things go wrong. They're just going to lose lose a handful in a row. The Vikes are going to get hot. Kirk Cousins is playing great football. He has been the whole year, statistically. Justin Jefferson's going to get healthy. I think the Vikes are going to win the North, and we're going to have to listen to it all. Oh, God, I don't want that to happen. I can't believe I just said that, too. Yeah. You can, the Vikings can get that one win where it's impressive. I just don't think this is going to keep going on. Can we also and, talk about the one thing in the Viking game from Monday night? Another spoiler alert, he was going to get my Marco Septic Award today, but I'm not going to give it to him. I'm going to give it to somebody else. When the coach was telling Hawkinson to fake an injury on the field to stop the clock, that is crap. That is terrible. And they were going to sweep it under the rug like it didn't happen. And one of them, uh, Joe Buck or uh, Troy Aikman, called out and said, we just got him on camera saying, telling his player to go down. That is crap. You are a scumbag. I get it. Everybody does it. But you just got caught red-handed doing it. Hand in the cookie jar. You are a scumbag. You are Marco Septic crap for doing that. So I had to say something bad about the Vikings because I said so many good things about them. So that's why I brought that up. That's a, that's a fair point. I agree with you on that as well. It's just That makes me so mad when I see people do that. It's wasting time. Like, just get like don't play like that. Win the right way. Exactly. And like I said... I'm sure everybody's... I guarantee you there's parts of practice where they're like, all right, in this situation, we need to have... Like, you know you're going to be subbing out anyways, so fake an injury. Stop the clock. Stop the clock. But we can move on. Well, I, I don't know. I got nothing else about NFL talk right now. Ugly weekend. Transition over to kind of ish an ugly weekend of college football. I mean... Uh, Ohio State, a big win against Penn State. That was a huge win now. Ohio State ranked three now. We had, we both predicted them to win that. We both predicted Air Force to beat Navy. Yep. Air Force is 19th right now in the country. Yeah, Air hey. Force is having a very good season. And Oregon stomping on Washington State. Alabama getting old. Is Alabama like coming back a little bit now? I think it's a little too late for them, but they are. They're playing mm-hmm. better football. A nice little bowl game or something. Yeah, they'll, they'll, and then they won't play half their guys in the bowl game because it's not the, the championship. You know? Well, I don't think they're having that many like first-round guys, though, to sit this year. Yeah, who knows? It's hard to say. How about Florida State? They they might no. be for real, too. No, I think, yeah, we're sleeping on Florida State too much. I'm sitting at 7-0 and in the ACC. I just, know. Just beat 16th-ranked Duke pretty Pretty good. Can we respect Florida State a little more? I don't think we've talked about them we that much. We haven't had a word about them. And why and I, not? They're 7-0 right now, ranked four. Yeah. They don't lose games. This Jordan Travis guy is balling out right now. Yeah, he's... And that's a guy I trust in the big dance. So maybe they could make a run for the playoffs. And, I mean, the ACC is finally pretty good football. I mean, Clemson's down right now, but Duke, you know, Florida State, North Carolina... So it's not like they have a cupcake schedule like mm-hmm. in the past where, yeah. you know, everybody used to always dog on Clemson when they'd go in unbeaten. It's like, well, look who's in the ACC for football. But ACC football is not bad. So I think Florida State sitting at 5-0 or seven and 0, 5-0 and 0 in conference with a pretty convincing win over Duke, they're, they're legit. It's kind of funny how the Big Ten kind of thought they were all that and they needed to bring all these new people in <laughs> and stuff. And the ACC is better than the Big Ten, if you ask me. I, and I know there's Ohio State, Penn more State, depth, and Michigan. For sure. But, yeah, there's more depth. And the Pac-12, they're kind of looking like they have more depth right now. And, sure. obviously, the SEC does. I don't know. I'm kind of liking uh, You know, the top teams in the Big Ten are better than the top teams in the ACC. Yes. But you go teams Other four the, through yeah, eight exactly. or four through nine, yeah, ACC's Better for sure. There's close to nothing in the big, like the Big Ten West, one of the worst. <laughs> You've been saying that for one weeks. of the worst conferences I've ever seen in my life. Speaking of that, Iowa and Minnesota. I was about, you know what? I was actually about to come on here, Bailey, and I was going to say that Iowa actually has a, a shot to make a run. 
for like a very high placing in a bowl because they have an easy schedule. They don't play any ranked teams the rest of the way, which I'd say is easier than other teams. And then they get into the Big Ten Championship game. Maybe Michigan or Ohio State flukes a game. And then they could be able to maybe sneak in the play because you'd have to put them into the playoffs with only one loss. But they lost to Minnesota. They lost to Minnesota. And I, we're going to get there later. I just have this feeling, so I'm not going to say too much about it. <laughs> but that game, has anybody went and done a, a welfare check on Chris Buckle? As the biggest Hawkeyes fan I know, somebody needs to check on that guy. Because if I was a big of, as big of a fan of Iowa as he is and saw what happened on Saturday, whew, I'd be struggling. That's, that had to be hard to take. So, Mr. Buckle, buddy, we, we really feel bad for you and your... Iowa Hawkeyes, man, that was horrendous. That was a horrendous. Yeah, we'll get to that later. We don't need to talk more about it right we now. We will get to that. How about my Heisman candidate and national championship Whoa. favorite? They didn't look good. You're bringing that up. I didn't know bring if you were going to bring it up. Bring it up. Only because we just talked about Florida State at number four, convincing win over Duke. I need Florida State to have a little blunder so my Washington Huskies can slide into that top four spot. They didn't look good. Penix Jr., 275 yards, so his yards were okay. Two picks, no touchdowns. Not helping his case for the Heisman, but you know what? He's a winner. He's a winner. He found a way to win. And there's not many guys that play an entire college season without a game where they're not you know exactly lights out so i think the fact that he found a way for his team to win even though he didn't play well that's what champions do mm-hmm. that's what that's what greats do right i can't get it done but i'm still gonna find a way for my team to win and that's what michael Penix did so even though they didn't look great they got the win and even though his stats weren't up to, to par for the rest of the year Michael Penix Jr. and the Huskies, still my favorites. Your guy, Michael Penix Jr., struggled. I'm not going to talk about this that long. But uh, Caleb Williams, not a good game. Not a single, I don't think. Did he get a touchdown, Caleb? I don't know if he got a touchdown. Um, I don't think he did. Utah, very solid team. Utah kind of owns USC as of recent. Utah got a win there, good win for them. I'm telling you, week 10, I think it is. Is that when Washington... No. Washington, Washington, USC in week 10. That'll be a very good game. I, I think I have Washington winning that. I'm not a believer in USC. And then week 11, Utah, Washington. Washington's got a cupcake. I think they have Stanford or somebody that's not playing real well right now. So they should move to 8 0. And then they're 9th and 10th game against two ring they get through those let's go huskies i think people from wisconsin obviously we live in wisconsin wanted me to bring up how wisconsin had to come back against illinois you know what i'm not going to talk about it because i don't care you played illinois i don't care if you had to come back and Braden lock is locky or lock Braden lock i think lock, he was a yeah. freshman. played good better than uh what's his better should have won that game by three scores yeah, it's Illinois. Don't be happy about it. You got Ohio State this weekend. They're gonna. We can't dog on Illinois too bad. One of my all-time favorite students that I had in Texas. He's a backup quarterback at Illinois, Aww. so we can't rip on him too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yeah. buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Kirkland, buddy. I love you, and I love Illinois because you're there. Okay. Well, that's enough Illinois talk for right now. Are you got any more college football? Lives? No, I, I don't have I, anything. No, I think, like you said, football. Maybe it's because basketball's back, and that's where my focus is going. But football just seemed to be kind of a blah weekend. And uh, speaking of football, I was and I, I forgot to mention this in the NFL talk. But what do you think about Aaron Rodgers saying he's going to come back to the Jets this season? What do you think about that? Let's see it, man. There's going to be a bunch of people going on darkness retreats and buying that uh, whatever that stuff he was claiming he was taking to. For healing, that stuff's going to be flying off the shelves if this guy's out there blowing out his leg like that and then play it coming back. That'd be amazing. It really would. And 
like we said last week, if the Jets can just hang on, hang on, win a couple you're not supposed to win, beat the teams you need to win, or the teams you need to beat, hey, let's see what happens. I think he is the most talented quarterback that God gifted on a thing. I think when God made a quarterback, he said, I'm going to give you Aaron Rodgers everything. I'm going to give you mobile. I'm going to give you the arm. I think Aaron Rodgers well, is the most. Did you just use the word mobile in the same sense of Aaron Rodgers? Prime Aaron Rodgers? He's a scrambling quarterback. What do you mean? Oh, goodness. Have you ever seen anybody better than that man right there? Is this just the natural segue into today's debate? <laughs> is this... Are you? I think it is. Are you? Let's do it. All right. We, we've talked about this. We didn't talk about who we were picking, but we said this week's debate, most talented quarterback slash skilled. I think the best a quarterback you would want on your team, the best quarterback, greatest is Tom Brady, no debate. No, not even. No. Tom Brady's not the greatest quarterback. Tom Brady's won the most Super Bowls. That doesn't make him the greatest really? quarterback. I'll most accomplished when I say greatest. Yeah, mo- he's mean. the most accomplished. He's the most accomplished. I can't argue that. He's I don't think he's the best Ring on every finger. But um, whew, th- this is a tough one because there are some greats. And I'm just going to rattle off a bunch, and then I'm going to give you who, if I was building a football team and I could pick anybody in their prime, who I would pick. But we, we have guys like Dan Marino, Dan Marino John yeah. Elway, Joe Montana. I mean, those guys are some of the best. Johnny Unitas going all the way back. Like, crazy talent. Brett Favre. Bet Brett Favre. If I'm taking a quarterback, and you want, I love this guy. I think he is one of the most underrated, best quarterbacks of all time is Drew Brees. Absolutely love Drew Brees. I don't want you doing this because I'm a big fan of Drew Brees, but if we're going best of quarterback, you He's right there statistically. The guy was undersized and still was a dog on the field. Drew Brees is a dog. He did not have the mobility that a man like Aaron Rodgers had. He did not throw on the run like him. He's not my guy. I'm just telling you. Oh, he's not your guy? Not my guy. I'm just telling you. I love him. He was close. I kind of did a little coin flip, but if I'm picking a guy... In his prime, I'm going with forehead. Wait, the sheriff? <laughs> Peyton. The sheriff? The sheriff. All forehead. The sheriff? Peyton Manning. In his prime, I am taking Peyton Manning. Do you want me to this read? dude was, he had such a gun, man. He was so good. I respect Peyton Manning. I love Peyton Manning. One of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. I'm talking about... Top five most accomplished, greatest quarterbacks. I go Brady, Montana, Manning, Rodgers, etc. Then Breeze at the five, I'd say maybe. That, that'd be my yeah. top five if we're just going greatest of a, who I could debate the best to back up their support. But if I'm going best of a quarterback, I'd want. This is why I take Aaron Rodgers over Peyton Manning. Aaron Rodgers is a man, comes into the NFL, watches Brett Favre for about three years. This guy watched the man who threw the most interceptions of all time. And Rodgers said, I'm going to do the complete opposite of you. I'm not going to throw a single pick. But I'll also <laughs> bomb it downfield. I'll also take chances. I'll also get my... Jordy Nelson, he left Green Bay. What did he do without Aaron Rodgers? What did he do? Yeah. Greg you, Jennings, what did he do without Aaron Rodgers? You're making point. James Jones, what did he do? Randall Cobb, what did he have to come back? James Jones had to come back, too. All these guys need... Good points. Geronimo <laughs> Allison, Jake Kumaro. These guys are bums without Rodgers. <clears throat> you make good points. Passionate about the bad man. As I, he's a bad <coughs> man. I love him. I mean, we do have an award basically named after him. <laughs> named after him. He is. No, he's right up there. I, I love Aaron Rodgers. I just think the talent he had around him to only win one Super Bowl kind of kind of hurts him a little bit. But great quarterback. If you look at <coughs> and it's, a little colder fighting. Yeah, man. I told you at the beginning. It's, it's been a struggle the last couple of days. I will give Peyton Manning this. Obviously, stats back him up. Great. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. Same with Drew Brees. I, I feel bad for hating on Drew Brees. Omaha. Omaha. I love Omaha. <laughs> Peyton Manning won one Super Bowl with the Colts. Then he was with the Broncos for a while. If you want to rip on Aaron Rodgers for winning one Super Bowl, Peyton Manning in 2015 when they won a Super Bowl, he got benched that year, okay? 
You got benched for Brock Osweiler. Did not play good at all that year. I'll pull up the stats. I think he had more picks than touchdowns. Was that the year that his neck was all crinkled up? I think (coughs) that happened when he was on the Colts. Didn't didn't you have the surgery on the Colts? I was just kind of joking around. (laughs) But, yeah, no, I definitely (laughs) respect your points about Peyton Manning. I love Peyton Manning. But uh, for me, I'd have that's me personally, though. Yeah. I, it's That's such a tough debate. It is. I mean, so many good quarterbacks over the days. Joe Montana, arguably one of the best to ever play the game. But, I don't know. Peyton Manning, in his prime, I mean, he just had such an arm on him. And I just... I feel like when he was in his prime, we're talking in his prime, he was phenomenal. I'm kind of missing the era... That just like ended with uh, Rivers, Big Ben, Manning, about yeah. Eli Manning. You want to know Brady. too another another argument you could make, and I'm probably you're probably gonna fall off your couch over there. A guy like Michael Vick in his prime was so. How do you even defend the, that team when he was running all over everybody and throwing such magical, an arm? He had a magical arm, and his legs were gift. Touched by God, kissed by God, basically. Yeah, I mean, he obviously had his struggles, you know, off the field and all that stuff. But <coughs> I apologize for coughing up a storm today. You but can't control it. Can't control it. But greatest quarterback of all time, greatest quarterback of all time. Just not this in his prime, not his championships, not anything. Joe Montana. Joe Montana, your guy. Yep. If I'm picking a guy to build my team around, Peyton Manning. And I'm taking Rodgers. I think the greatest is Tom Brady. I just can't argue how he leaves Bill Belichick and then goes and wins a Super Bowl. I mean, that team was stacked still. Actually, I have a, I have a couple questions for you. Let's talk about Joe Montana. Who is his number one target? Rice. Trey Rice. Aaron Rodgers. Who is his number one target? Nelson Slash. Or number Adams. one targets. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady. He had Moss for one year. Edelman was basically his old reliable. I mean, Gronk. Okay. Who drew breezes? He had Graham for a little bit. I, okay, I'm we're not, not tight end. I know. Okay. Graham for a little bit. He this had, is part of my argument. Drew Brees probably had the worst receiving core of all these greats we're talking about. Like, Peyton had some dogs. Obviously, Rodgers, Favre, Montana. All those guys had some dogs. Drew Brees was really kind of throwing. Imagine Drew Brees playing with a guy like Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase or Devonte Adams or he had um, more or not more Thomas for like a year, but that was when he was at the end of his career. He had Brandon Cooks for a little bit. <coughs> I feel like we're forgetting someone. Really, I mean, I guess thinking about it now, I don't want to be disrespectful to any like Saints. Receiver, no, but, but I can't he just, think of I just don't think that Drew Brees had the talent around him that ever and his stats are phenomenal. Phenomenal. I, I yeah. love Drew Brees. So he's he, my fifth best quarterback of all time. I have him on top five. I think he's he a Westlake guy, did you know that? Yeah, because I know he went to the same school as Nick Foles and Yes. Yeah, it, it was Drew Brees, Nick Foles, and Sam Ellinger, now Cade Klubnik. It's like quarterback factory down there. But Drew Brees he'd come back all the time. So I was actually fortunate enough to meet him really? quite a few times. Really? And, and you know, he's his family man. He is. He does a lot for the school. He used to, when our team would be in the playoffs, he would always send, like, recorded videos to the kids, you know, kind of, like, hyping them up. So, you know how I am. If you're a good dude, that goes a long ways with me. So, uh, that's why I think I'm really high on Drew Brees, because I know what kind of guy he is. Plus, statistically, and what he's proven on the field, I'm taking it all back. Taking it all back. Joe Montana, the best ever. But my guy, I'm taking him, Drew Brees. That's who I'm building my team around. Undersized, but he's a dog. He Let's surely, go, Drew. He's one of my favorite players. You're lucky we're running out of time. We gotta move oh, yeah, we got to past this section. Do we go to the award section? We Let's cruise through the awards. The awards section will start off. What, which award do you want to start out with? Let's just do our bad man because the bad man, I feel like it was tough. Like We were just talking about how the mm-hmm. NFL and college football was kind of a down weekend. So, I think we start with the bad man. Want me to start it off? It's up to you. My bad man, player of this weekend, with a man who's out east a little bit, from the land of Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, threw for 352 yards. 
he threw for three touchdowns and rushed for a touchdown. He led his and not and they got a very good Dan Campbell defense. Dan Campbell defenses are good. He came out not only put himself in the MVP conversation, but maybe first place in the MVP conversation. That's not easy to do after we haven't really been talking about you all year. Lamar Jackson, welcome. You're a bad Lamar, man, Lamar, congrats, buddy. Check your mailbox. <laughs> your, nice job, your, Lamar. Your bad man award is coming. Okay. So we talked about this, how we were struggling to find him for this week. And then we're like, well, we got Tuesday night basketball. Mm-hmm. The obvious would be Nikola Jokic coming back. This guy just admitted in the post game that he played basketball one to two times a did month. He, did he actually say that? He said he, he was. <laughs> I went to the weight room every day, but I I played basketball one to two times a month. That's comedy in the off season. He's not lying. <coughs> Comes out and has a triple double in the season opener. Insane and, and a good triple double. Like too. a good triple double. So like Nikola Jokic, you're a bad man, but. Just to, to not go with the obvious, I'm picking a guy who's going to be our first Cuban recipient of the Bad Man Award. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A little guy. <laughs> I had to do a little research on this guy. A little guy by the name of Adolis Garcia. Okay. Yeah. He's a right fielder for the Texas Rangers. Okay. <laughs> this guy, in a game seven, win or go home, Goes four for five, two bombs, and five RBIs. Talk about clutch in a game seven? That's like a guy dropping a 50-burger in the playoffs. Like, that's big time. So, my guy, Adolis Garcia from Cuba. Hey. Congrats, buddy. Your award's coming. You're a bad <laughs> man. <laughs> Congrats, buddy. <laughs> All oh, right, next I like award. That. I picked Ronaldo last week. You pick him this week. Yeah. I mean, hats off to Cuba. Cuba's happy right now. They're Cuba, yeah. Right now. That's shipping and handling on his award might be a little bit too much. But. <laughs> next award, do we go with? And I like the Premier Modders play of the weekend. Can we go a little play slash moment? Can that be yes. a thing? And you brought this to my attention. I don't know if you're going there, but I think you said you weren't going to do it. You brought this to my attention. Our, I like to say local for this, our St. Croix Central girls cross country team, we were 10 points off from going to state, but we had a young lady who's been on this award multiple times, Lily Clinkhammer. How do you do to go back to state as a freshman? Not go back, your first time at state as a freshman. Hats off to you, Lily Clinkhammer. So that's your moment slash play of the Premium weekend. Waters play of the weekend. Lily Clinkhammer going to state. Yeah, she, you know, Mr. Clinkhammer, if you're listening, you're going to have to build an, a, a bigger trophy case at home because she's racking up the awards here from the old B&B podcast. She's, uh, yeah, she's having a great, great fall. Yeah, phenomenal. My premium waters play. I'm going, I'm going to, I have to give it, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could, can I give it to a play that was called back? Okay. The kickoff return. No. The old punt return for the, the punt return. Oh, I, I, that's oh, guys. A, the I, other. Yeah, that's. That was a great play. That would have won the game too. That would have won the game. Can you give a guy the premium waters play of the game if it doesn't even count? I'm not gonna say anything against it because that was a big moment in the game. So slash moment. That was a huge moment. Everyone's talking about that moment right now. Yeah, I don't know what other play to give it to, to be honest with you. Like, I, I mean, the Badgers game-winning touchdown, that was a pretty sweet play, actually. We'll give Iowa, like, a little, like, it'll be a little a smaller trophy. Yeah, maybe a little game. asterisk. Yeah, yeah a little smaller trophy. Because I know there. that my premium waters play of the game with the kickoff return, or punt return, I'm sorry, might lead us into the next award. Marco Septic Award. I don't, I, don't, I don't got it all the time in the world. Marco Septic. I'm taking a little koozie off here. Hey, refs, whoever refed that game for the Hawkeyes, you can take this, and I want you drinking every sip of water in the rest of your life in this thing, okay? Because that is not fair. Fair catch, get it? That's not fair how you did that to the Hawkeyes. Now, granted, they should have scored. 
They're at the 50-yard line still. But you cannot take that touchdown away from that young man who has been working his whole life for a play like that. And you ripped him off because he was pointing at the ground because he was shaking his hands below his shoulder. Come on, son. Terrible call. And the players were still playing. It's not like they gave up on the play. Come on. I saw Coach Tackman tweeted something like, Every ref from the Iowa-Minnesota game should never be allowed to ref again. They should get fined or something. There should be a And then I wasn't fully aware of it. And you and Sully... Had to show me, and I was like, "Well, where?" I, I still don't understand. I still, still don't know what's going on because he, he never signals for a fair catch. So that's why it's the play of the game because the kid made a phenomenal play, and then to have it taken away from him—that is Marco Septic. That is crap. And you know what? I don't, I don't want to do the same as you because we did that, and it was unplanned when we did it. I'm gonna let you give that award. So referees. You heard it from my guy. Your awards are on its way. You guys were Marco Septic crap on on that that call. I'm going different Marco Septic though. I'm gonna give it to and it's weird giving it to a team that just won fifty two to zero. Okay. And probably a front runner for the national championship. Okay. But I'm giving it to the Michigan Wolverines for stealing signs. That's fair. That is correct. And I'm going to go even a little bit broader, a little bit bigger. If you're a cheater right now in in any sport, your award's coming. So you know what? O'Connell, the Vikes, (laughs) you're getting one too. Because you telling a guy to fake an injury is crap. Your your award's on on its way. Michigan staffer who's going to all these Big Ten games stealing signs, your award is on its way. And all you other guys that think you're being sneaky out there that are about to get exposed, because I think it's coming. I think it's coming. I think this is going to be a wave that crashes hard it might be. in sports. And a lot of people are going to get exposed to this. You're all getting the Marco Septu. Because that is crap. Taking the integrity out of the game. Like, let the kids and their talents decide games. Not this hocus-pocus show on the side. This That bothered me. And I hope Michigan gets just drug through the dirt on that. And send one, of, send one to the Astros while you're on it. Just send one to the Astros, too. The Astros, yeah. Beating on garbage cans. I mean, it's just... And you know... Wasn't the Phillies hit, like, 25 home runs in four games or something? You know there's probably something coming about them doing that. It's just... I don't know. Too many cheaters going on in the in sports. And if you've been caught, and it's clear you've cheated, your Marco Septic Award is on its way. And if you get caught, I have a whole stockpile. I ordered them in bulk. Your award are going to come, too. Nobody likes cheaters. We got to move on from this, so we got to get down to it. I think this is going to be a new kind of segment, like our minute predictions. We just like go through this as fast as we humanly can. We're going to start off with tomorrow's game. Bills, Buccaneers, who you got? Bills. You got Bills. We're going to go Vikings, Packers, who you got? Please don't make me pick this. Please don't make me pick this. Vikings. Vikings. I'm going with Jordan Love's going to bounce back. Packers win at Lambeau. I can't do that. Packers bounce back. I can't pick the Vikings. We're going to go Patriots, Dolphins. I'm going Miami. Yeah, Dolphins for sure. Rams, Cowboys. 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 Browns, Seahawks. Browns. Niners, Bengals. Bengals. I'm going Niners with that. And I'm also going Seattle for the Seahawks. Browns, forgot to say that. And then we're going to go with a little Sunday night. We'll go Monday night football. Lions, Raiders, so the Lions bounce back. Yeah, Raiders are terrible. Yeah, the Raiders are pretty bad. Yeah, I got um, Lions winning that as well. We're going to go Oklahoma, Kansas. You make your pick here. Oklahoma. I got Kansas upsetting Oklahoma. Oklahoma's good for that, too. They'll play really, really well, get themselves all the way up, and then and drop one. But I, th- I think they win. My game of the week, Oregon versus Utah. Oregon, Oregon. I don't care what I say. Oregon versus Utah. I think I think Oregon wins that one. I got Utah getting the little upset. Then we're going to go Duke-Louisville. Duke. A little game. I'm going uh, Duke for that game, too. And a little game. I'll, I might be at this game. Wisconsin, Ohio State. Are you going to be attendance for that? I'm not. Um, but I'm going to go Ohio State by 70. I'm going Ohio State by 65. <laughs> <laughs> that, I hate to do that to my Badgers because I still love them. I'm a Wisconsin fan, true and true. I'm not that guy that like, gives up on my team. Mm-hmm. I just don't have much trust in the Badgers. Um, 
And Ohio State's clearly one of the top teams in the, in the country. Before we go, because we do have to get going, I do want to revisit NBA kicked off last night. NBA did. We didn't really touch up on it. I was kind of feeling bad for that. Do you remember last week when we were talking MVPs and there was a guy whose name I slid in there yeah, kind of at did. the end? Yeah, I knew you were going to He went up. off last night and he did exactly what I said. That guy is so hard to guard. Devin Booker is he is going to be in the conversation if he stays healthy as the league's most valuable player. But Jokic coming bouncing out with a triple double. Like, come on. Like he said, a good triple double. I don't have the stats right here, but that but, was a very good triple double. And Steph Curry, hey, I get it. You cooked four threes, but took 14 shots. Exactly. Four, four for 14, not, not nothing to write home about. Not at but all. But he's going to be. It, Steph's one of the greatest players, one greatest shooters of all time. Don't get me wrong. But um, NBA's back, man. We'll uh, next week. We'll have a whole, you know. Yeah, because we have more games. Yeah, there was only two games last night, but I just wanted to revisit that because I said something about Booker being MVP caliber, and I feel like you kind of gave me a look like, really? He looked like an MVP last night. Came out, dropped 32, and was efficient. He was, I think he was like 13 of 19 or something. He was, he's good. And if the Suns can learn how to distribute that ball amongst the crew, and that, um, the your kids or whatever that guy's not bad yeah, he's not bad I kind of like that guy good big yeah because I was saying the biggest thing the Suns did that's going to hurt him is got rid of uh, DeAndre Ayton yeah. I think this guy's as good if not better than DeAndre Ayton better definitely better at the free throw line but yeah we'll touch up on it more next week for everybody more NBA games to talk more we'll NBA talk games our beloved Bucks as well and for local sports right now Synchro Central a volleyball team hey Phenomenal season, Phenomenal girls. Season. You get they have so much to be proud of. Like they won the conference. You know that was. I don't want to revisit because it, it, it was it was heartbreaking. But there's got there's no worse way to lose it. The mm-hmm. the serve hits the net. It was like it stuck to the net for two seconds and then just drops over. Like there, there's nothing you could have done different other than predict the ball to hit the net and stick there for like tough way to lose and, and go out. But I hope they I hope they keep their heads up because they had a great season. Soccer team also coming. They won uh, maybe their first playoff game. They had a good season this year. Soccer team coming to loss though. We've been saying that for weeks. Soccer team. Soccer they have team. a lot to be proud of. They, they phenomenal season for them. Cross country. Everybody on that program. Uh, boys and girls. Great year. Obviously Lily going to state. And hats off to one of the biggest fans we have of the show, Coach Lindsmeyer. Coach Lindsmeyer. He'll be on this show for sure. We're going to get Coach Lindsmeyer on here. We love yeah. you, Coach Lindsmeyer. You're a great coach and an even better man. Coach Lindsmeyer, one of the best listeners. He just coached that team so well this year. Yeah, he he's funny. I saw him. We'd bring our kids to the same daycare, and I was dropping off my son the other day. I think it was on Monday. He's like, oh, my God, I just listened to last <laughs> week's podcast. So you guys arguing about the greatest player in basketball. He was just loving it. So we got to get another heated debate. I know today's debate didn't go um, nearly as heated, but talking quarterbacks. But next week, we maybe we can revisit something, get a get a little debate going. And then we had St. Chris Central football beating Altoona. Yeah, that and was kind of a that was a hard game to watch. We got Baldwin this week. That big game Friday. Big game Friday. Focus is definitely up. You know, yeah. B&B podcast versus Kiefer's Corner, it seems like right now. Central yeah, versus Baldwin. Yeah, hearing a little bit of rumbling about that <laughs> podcast. I might have to give it a listen. wonder if they give out any awards. Probably not. <laughs> a rival podcast. <laughs> we we'll respect rival. anyone who makes a podcast, though. Oh, absolutely. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this whole week was kind of down. Like, NBA's just getting starting. Just getting started. NFL college football was kind of bland. Mm-hmm. Not a ton to really get into today. Like the award segment, like my premium waters play of the game, I had to give it to a play that didn't even count. I mean, come on, half award. And then my my Marco Septic. I mean, to a team that won. To a team that won, but Cheaters. yeah, I mean, cheaters ruin sports. My bad man was kind of a str- I mean, kind of a tough week for for me. But I was struggling you know, all weekend. I was trying to think who's gonna be my my bad man. I mean, I don't know. And before we go, right, we're about to go, but before we go, a little bad man honorable mention to my mother at home. 
It's Amanda Boys. For a second, I didn't know if we were going to make a podcast today. I forgot all the stuff this morning. But my mom was going to River Falls. She brought it all with. Miss Boys, we th- thank you so much. Thank you yeah. very much, Mom. We would have had, we would have, our inboxes would have been full. People would have been just fuming. Why wasn't there episode eight, nine, eight or seven? Uh, seven, 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 yeah. Episode seven. You know, follow the TikTok account, follow the Twitter. Follow the Instagram, see all of our latest little clips and news that we're going to be bringing. You know, thank you for listening to episode seven, I think. It could be eight, actually. It could be eight. I think it's eight. Is it eight? I don't know. <laughs> you get going on this thing, and it's been, it's just been awesome, whether it's episode seven, eight, or seven seventy-eight. Like, this has been awesome. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Join us next week as we talk more NBA and more NFL, as always. Have a great rest of your guys' day. Yeah, I, I'm gonna try to kick this cold too, because uh, you know kick I don't the think the, I don't think our our subscribers, our listeners, really want to hear me sniffling and coughing. So uh, I apologize again for that. I'm taking some Re- Ricola Swiss Alpine herbs here. That should get me cured up, ready to go. New sponsor. If they have, if they want to sponsor, they're they're welcome to. We can call them in. But um, yeah, that's all I got, man. Like I said, I feel like I was kind of down and out today, a little sick under the weather. Pretty boring weekend for sports, other than basketball starting. Um, but that's what it is. That's all I got. That's all I got. We out.